0: What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here from Rad Parenting, sitting across from my co-host... Anaya Bogue. Yes, we are in the studio again. We got the AC on. Uh, It is summer. It's hot outside here in Los Angeles. We are getting through our summer. I hope all of you are having a great summer. I want to thank everyone for all the emails. You can always hit us an email at radparenting at gmail.com. Today's show comes from uh, one of our listeners. Got to thank uh, producer Allison for finding this email and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed their books because I finally sent them to all the winners.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. So sorry for the
1: delay. Thank you so much for getting finally that. Finally made Josh. it happen. Did, did, did producer Allison get those done or did you, did you? No, I actually
0: out? sent the books, but producer Allison went through and reached out to everybody saying, we apologize for not getting you your book awesome. and we get your address again. Awesome. She gave them to me. I actually filled out. Nice. The, yeah. Sent it. Awesome. Boom. Made it happen. Great. So,
1: Thanks for doing that. Yes.
0: Uh, It is great having Allison on board. Uh, And at a certain point, we're going to be up in Portland where Allison is from, and she's trying to put together a show uh, for us to do the podcast live with a a listener up there that wants to bring us up there. Nice. I've never been to Portland. Yeah. You've never been to Portland? Oh, uh, I've heard
1: such great things about it. So That would be rad if we could could do it up there.
0: Portland is amazing. I've been going there for years. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Today's show coming from a listener, like I mentioned uh, before, and a long time ago, it feels like a long time ago, but it, it's a, I don't know, about 100 something episodes ago. We did a show based on having a conversation with your partner. Do you mm-hmm. remember where I do. you go over
1: before you have babies? Yeah. Ask each other these questions. Yeah. Ideally, before there's a bun in the oven, folks. Yeah,
0: and and a lot of the questions were, uh, I'll give you some examples. Uh, one of them was religion. If b- people were both, uh, one was from one religious background and they were going to incorporate that in their mm-hmm. life. Uh, if the other person had a different faith, and how are they going to work that together? Um, Discipline.
1: It was, who's getting up with the kid? Who's going to stay home if we both work and and the child is sick? Um, on and on and on. All it was kinds a list. of important things. Um, and yeah, and it
0: was a really it was a really cool show. And this. The question that we're going to answer today was set up from a listener that had listened to that show and said, Okay, I love that show, um, but let's be realistic. Uh, A lot of us didn't talk about all those topics before we decided to begin this journey (laughs) as parents. I love my partner, my partner loves me, but there are uh, a couple of issues that we both feel 100% different than the other person. Mm-hmm. And you How do and we I, parent through this? How do we, exactly. How do we navigate uh, still being parents and 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 a partnership with this person? But like some of the things that come to mind, and one of the things that came to mind from this listener, first thing that came to mind was um, obviously the religion issue. Mm-hmm. But I feel that was one that we kind of touched on, but I know you want to touch on that again. But then also- she maneuvered into, it came down to an academic issue. Sure, And that hits so hard for me when Mm -hmm. she said that because um, in their home, one of the parents is like, we're Ivy league bound. We're going to Stanford. We are making it happen. And then the other partners like, you know, going kind of from the world where my wife and I came from, Karen, Karen and I came from of, Hey, you know what? Let's let uh, academics and the the journey that our child starts and ends, let it be their own uh-huh. now I'm telling you right now, in the world I live in here in Los Angeles, parents look at Karen and I like since we started school, like we're out of our minds because mm-hmm. we've let our daughter really guide her path to yeah. what she's gonna do, mm-hmm. and she ended up on her own going in all girls Catholic school. that was no yeah that was all no girls push. Catholic
1: college prep hardcore. I mean, she hardcore. signed herself up for an intense high school academic yeah. experience.
0: It's basically like saying, hey man, do you want to go for a hike? And you're like, yeah, let's do, you want to do uh, Everest? Is that yeah. what you're into? Yeah. Like seriously, exactly. pe- people frozen, I can't make it. And they just, mm-hmm. they're a marker now. It, yes. It's, it. yeah, the road, the road to, in that has been a, a journey itself that was mm-hmm. so insane. Mm-hmm. So Throwing it over to you, Anaya, mm-hmm. right now is, all right, people listening to the show right now go, yeah, I did listen to the episode about all the questions to ask our partner and I. Unfortunately, some of the things- <laughs>
1: I didn't watch it. I didn't listen to it till after I already did. Yeah, a or
0: also, <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. unfortunately, or not even unfortunately, it's just life is life. And now yeah. I'm in a relationship with someone and we don't see eye to eye on. Another thing I'll throw out there too is, is just the way you're going to- um, I don't want to use the word punishment, but discipline. Discipline. Yeah, sure. I know there's a lot of parents like you know we've talked about it. I was I was spanked. I yeah. was you know that I, made
1: me take it seriously. I want my kids to take it seriously. So there or you the go. other way around. Okay, so, so throwing okay. it over to you. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so first of all, I want to acknowledge that uh, there is a difference, and this is what makes it challenging. Even if you did sit down with the list or your version of a list of okay, so when we have kids, let's talk about this. First of all, until you have kids, you have no idea how supercharged it's going to feel, um, how much it taps into your ego. And so e- even if you did have a conversation, you could be sitting listening to this right now going, yep, had it. And we're still here facing this really big challenge of how do we have w- different ideas on some of these major topics and and get through it without creating World War III or having our marriage end or completely screwing up our kid or whatever. Totally. Um, so, uh, so that's, and and it's easier when also, even when we have those conversations and let's just say like to, to use the, a, a potent and really obvious one, when you have two people that come together and they decide to get married and they have different religious backgrounds, it is different to make those concessions when I, as an adult, am saying, Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, you're my partner, but I love all of these things about you. I don't want to not have you in my life. So you do you, you do you in terms of your religious background or your whatever. And I'll do me. And and we can find a way to agree to disagree or respect each other's differences or whatever, right? You within reason. I mean, obviously if you were practicing some Satanism. faith that, that was in direct contradiction to whatever, then obviously there's gonna be a problem. But you probably didn't even end up together if that's the case. Yeah,
0: but what you're also saying is this is and let's be realistic, is that when, when you're in those type of situations with your partner before a kid show up, the way you don't deal with it is you just don't talk about it. Right. Oh, they're they're gonna go do that. That's not my thing. Right. I'm I'm hanging back.
1: And you have a different the ego connection is different. I want to keep calling that out because although absolutely there is some ego involved in our uh, adult relationships, especially our adult romantic relationships, it's a different part of our ego that is tapped when we have a child. And the the best like the. The healthy, the healthy part of like I just really, really want this for my kid. Is it does come from a place of like I take I brought this little person into the world. Like I take this responsibility very seriously, and I want the best for him or her. I want them to have all of the opportunities academically, professionally, um, et cetera, et cetera. And right? also
0: everything you bring into that party from your own parents. Right. Yes, it's a different Which In some game. case,
1: is well, worked out. Look at me. I'm good, so I'm going to do the same thing. And then, and then sometimes it's the complete opposite. Like, oh, that totally screwed me up. That's not happening well, with my that's kid. That's why
0: I'm saying I think, it's, I think when that passion comes mm-hmm. from, uh, I want to do it better. I think everyone that has a kid, I think everyone that becomes a yep. parent... It, it, and especially if you're listening to this show, you yeah. and I do in this show is because we want to be better parents. That's right. Not that our parents weren't good. Yeah. It's just it's no different than anything else. I want to be better. I want to I want to work it more. Yeah. So I think that's where sometimes the he- the head to head can happen, yeah. especially if it's these topics you're talking about.
1: that are supercharged, right? And so I think it's first and foremost really important, even within our in our within our partnerships, and hopefully you're in a partnership that like that's what that's meaning hopefully. Hopefully your, if you are raising a child with another human, hopefully it is a partnership and not a situation where one person is dominating the other and you don't even have a voice. Just that's what I mean. Just to qualify that, folks. Got it. So um, uh, it's it's if you are in a, a partnership, start with, oh, I'm going to assume that my partner in, in having very big feelings about this, this, and this in terms of raising our child is coming from the best place, is coming from a place of my partner wanting the best for our child. And the reason that that's an important starting place is because it gives a, a foundation for healthy communication around this difficult and really charged subject of, of differences in parenting, as opposed to uh, creating World War Three and then your marriage is going to be toast. And then let me tell you, as somebody who's going through a divorce, it it comes with its own set of problems because it feels different when you are still together as a team. Even when you have differences, there's a different motivation to move as a team in parenting your child. There's less room for that and less incentive, frankly, when you are no longer together. So you don't want coming at this with a lack of compassion or understanding for your partner's perspective to precipitate the end of your marriage because it's only going to make the problem that you're actually trying to deal with even bigger and more challenging. Um, Okay. So that's the first step. And then the second thing is to really check in, like for yourselves first and then with each other, of how much of this desire to do, um, to parent in a particular way is fully charged with ego, wrapped up with ego. Um, because when that's the case, as we've said many times here on Rad Parenting, that is the first major thing you need to do is, and I call it parenting yourself first, is taking a look at that ego, at, at that charge that the ego is bringing, and working through that first before you do another thing with your kid. Man, So why don't we, why don't we pick up on that after the break?
0: Yeah. And- uh, so much, a lot of, it's a lot. lot of information right there. Mm-hmm. When we come back from the break though, I, I want to go Joe Sib style and I want like straight up examples Kay. of ways that we can maneuver through this, uh, back and forth with our partner. If yep. we are not seeing eye to eye on yep. certain values and certain ways that we want to raise our kids and yep. also that we can move forward together uh, as a family. Mm-hmm. All right. You're listening to Rad Parenting. We're going to hear from our sponsor back after this. Mm-hmm. What's up? Welcome back to Rad Parenting, Joseph. You're sitting with Anaya. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors so much because without them, um, I mean, we could do the show, but it's nice that they're involved. And yeah. We, and, and 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 I know that a lot of times when people hear different uh, sponsors on the shows, they're all sponsors that Anaya and I get a to pick too. So you're never gonna hear like Marlboro. Can you can't like, can you yeah. imagine smoking? <laughs> or hard alcohol sponsor on our show. <laughs> I don't mind an IPA though. Hey, if anyone has an IPA out there that they want to send us, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh my or, you gosh, know, I, I, I guess we can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Hey, so let's dive back in here. We're talking about, um, I want I want specific examples yeah. because we're kind of we're kind of broad stroking it. Let, okay, let, can, I any, can I throw out a can I throw out a scenario? Well, okay, well let me
1: let me just see. Yeah, I want you. I'm going to ask you to. Okay. I, I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'm going to ask you to give me an actual scenario, and then I'll apply this, okay. these things that I'm saying to that. Okay. Perfect. So the third thing is so this the thing I said before the break is to unpack your own stuff and and try to determine to what degree is this my ego like. You know, I didn't get to do X, Y, and Z, so I'm gonna make damn sure my kid does, right? Like, you know, I always wanted to play baseball and my parents couldn't afford to or they wouldn't let me. So by got my kid is gonna be a professional baseball player, yeah. whether they like it or not, right? Just as an example to uh, any other of your values that you're saying it is my value and therefore it must be my child's value. And 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 if I as I've said before, the way to dial that back is to say, okay. Contrary to the way that we've been raising children for a long time and creating this parent-child relationship, which historically has been a hierarchical, parent is in charge, dominating, our child is a partial human that we are going to grow into a full human. Um, Instead, understanding your child came in with their own unique identity their own unique personality. And while absolutely there's going to be a mix of nurture and nature that are going to help that child to become fully formed, it is our not it is 100% not our job to fulfill voids in ourselves or create mini-me's so that we feel like we've done our job as parents and we're more fulfilled in life. Our job is to help them discover who they are in their unique form, what their passions are, their own personal values and interests are, and then give them space and nurture to grow into the fullest, truest version of themselves, which is going to be authentic and unique from
0: you. So your whole point right there is saying this value that you hold so close to you, Mm -hmm. whether it's religion, whether it's academics, Mm -hmm. uh, sports, any of those type of Mm -hmm. things, uh, where is that value coming from? What is it rooted in? Is it rooted in your ego? Mm-hmm. Is it rooted because you went to Stanford? Yep. Is it rooted because mm-hmm. you're a Catholic? Yep. Is it rooted in I played baseball, therefore I made varsity, you're going to make varsity, yep. you're going to be on the baseball team? What is it truly rooted in? It's a. It's so funny that you bring this up because while you were talking, literally, in, you know, 15 feet from where you and I are sitting right now in the front yard, Nate and I were doing some chores, getting ready for uh, some stuff around the house and we were having some people over and we're just one of those moments where we're doing, we're washing these chairs together. So, you know, we're just talking and he started talking to me about there's an artist that he likes and we happen to know this artist and she's, you know, she's super, super, I mean, just massive right now. And, and he was saying, well, she knows she posts things on her Instagram that says like, you know, suck my blah, 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 or you know, like, not so much like she's saying that, but it's like written and oh. it's like, yeah but anyway, so, okay, the look on your face yeah. right there.
1: My mouth is hanging yeah. open.
0: So my point being is, yeah. uh, you know, was it the phrase suck my blah, 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 you know, I don't know, but it was definitely going down that road okay. and it was photos of her giving the middle finger Got it. to the audience yeah. and like, it's this back and forth. Okay. The look on your face right there. Was the exact thing. And I, I went, I, so at that moment, I was like, I started telling him, hell no, you know, because he was like, well, you know, he was Was he asking, saying,
1: like, she's so awesome? She's is saying,
0: that- she, he's saying, he's saying, this is an artist that I like. This is an artist that we know, blah, 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 with all that said, like... He was asking me, like, "Hey, how do you feel about that? Because it's mm. going over well for her when yeah. she flips off the camera, right? Or Provocative, she... yeah." And, yeah. And, and I'm, you know, she's also older, mm-hmm. and and it's this weird thing of art. Yeah, and you're, you got to also remember he's grown up in a house where he has a photo of Johnny Cash, you know, flipping off the camera. Right. So he he's like, yeah, and like, so all of a sudden I'm in the middle of it, going, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. okay, be careful for what you wish for, but." Yeah. My, my my i started to realize my, i'm like i got i have this because what i want to say to him is you're never going to post anything like that on your instagram and if you do your instagram's gone yeah. and don't even ask me a stupid question like that you don't do that so then i'm like oh wait <laughs> a minute he's sincerely asking me hey like how does it work like why you know and i was like well and i had a i had to literally you know not answer it so much mm-hmm. because i had to let him kind of figure out the reasons why maybe the, that imagery and that type of the way you want to show yourself to your to your yes. friends. Uh, and and, and, but, and he, he was like, well, I, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to do Did that. Did you ask him why? I said, yeah, I go, why do you want to do it? He goes, because it works. You get more likes. Uh, and I go, well, yeah. And then this is this. And so right there, I had to go for this moment. Yeah, well, you know what, man? I mean, it works for a lot of people. You got to be right, man. You're right. But you got to ask yourself, do you want... And and all I could grab for was, I'm like, you got to ask yourself, do you want to be a leader or a follower? He's like, what do you mean? Ouch. And I go, I go, I don't know, man. I go, go, I'll just tell you this right now. And at this point, Anaya, you got to remember, I'm like, I'm like just grasping because my first inclination is being, being like, dude, you're never going to do that. And just angry. Sure. You know, mini me, you're not going to do that. I didn't do that. I don't smoke weed. I didn't. uh, And
1: and how would that make me look if my kid was posting stuff like that? Boy, am I going to hear it from other parents? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then, oh dude, all that's ego. All that is running through my head. Yep. Okay. So I'll just leave it with this is that I go, Hey man, check it out. You know, there's leaders, there's followers. And I go, I'll be honest with you, man. You know, photo of the middle finger to the crowd, photo the middle, you know, any of those, I think you're always, it's always going to work. It is just like when I'm on stage, if I say the F word, yeah, I get laughs. I go, I could just say, you know, man, what's with LA, FLA. People will laugh, man. I, I drove in my F and car today. You know, people laugh and I go, it, 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 but you got to ask yourself, you know, how do you want it? it do you want to leave some meat on the bone? Do you want to have some substance? Do you want to, you know, do you want to have something yeah. that people actually think about or, do you just want to have that? That be provocative fix? in the moment, yeah. And then it's yeah. And you know, you got to remember, I'm talking to a 13 year old about to turn 14, but it stuck a little bit in mm-hmm. his head. And and later on, you know that that afternoon, we kind of re he brought it up again to me, and he was like, yeah, you know, I don't know, I just want to figure out. Like he was thinking about it. Yeah. So my long winded answer or statement here is. These moments come up in time so much where mm-hmm. your ego, I swear, will throw you off course to truly what your value is. Mm-hmm. And what is the core value to that? And you nailed it. I didn't want him to post someone – I didn't want to post him giving the middle finger to everybody because I'll be honest, other parents are going to see that because they're – friends follow him yeah. and then I got to sit at the 4th of July barbecue or sit in the backyard and be like, oh great, your kid's the kid that gives the middle finger. But I also realized, you know what, if if that does happen, I have to be like, you, I got to own it and be like, that's him and not me. Right. And, 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 and not
1: only that, but sometimes we have to make calls and this is a, the tricky part about parenting is if in that moment, and we do have to be, I think hyper aware with the whole social media thing about what our kids are posting and help them to become aware of what the potential consequences could be and then make an, make a judgment call as a parent and say, okay, so given the potential consequences, is this a time where I allow space with some guidance, which would be the ideal for them to go ahead. So to say to Nate, okay, you know what, why don't you go ahead and do it? And then let's see what happens. And then, and then we're going to talk about it because there could be, this is the tricky part. There could be consequences that he gets from that, that helps him go, oh. Wow, I shouldn't have done that. You know, those, whatever, 100 likes that I got in the first 10 minutes after I posted it, that was such a quick fix. And now I've got these people looking at me sideways or, you know, dad's friends that come over that I think are actually pretty cool and they're in the industry and blah, blah, blah. Like I could tell they were different with me. Like what, whatever it might be, I'm totally making that no, no, up. No, 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 you're going. But because having a conversation saying, yeah. about what the consequences could be and sometimes letting your kids find out what the consequences could be, provided that they're not going to do permanent damage, is the quickest way to get them where we want them And to what go. you're
0: saying right there is something I, I always think about and it is so hard to do as a parent. And people that are listening right now know that is that sometimes the uh, – the mistake and the accident actually creates the the better outcome yeah. that you were hoping. A beautiful for. opportunity. You know, yeah. from, from from an accident, from mm-hmm. a mistake. Oh, I shouldn't have done it that mm-hmm. way. All right, you gotta learn from your mistakes. Hey, okay. before we get out of here though. Well, and
1: we have to we have we yeah. still have to bring this back around that's to what like I was a whole say. question of before like before we
0: get out of here. Yeah. I, that's that let's let's lead it into how how do we handle those conversations with our partner yeah so that we can find out where the the parenting tactic where yes. is it rooted is it it was it rooted in the ego is it rooted right. in just that's the way it was when I was a kid. Yeah
1: and, and can we find a way through that where we're not gonna end our marriage or exactly. totally screw up our kid because we have differing values as a in terms of how we're gonna parent through this particular topic or bring it whatever. home Anea. So uh, so we've already done the you know connect with your partner just to recap. Connect with your partner and try to understand where it's coming from and assume best intentions. Assume good intentions. They are they have they have big feelings about this because they've got. Remember, if it's hysterical, it's historical. They've got their own story behind it. They also have big commitment to. I want it to be a certain way for my kid. I want my kid to have the best opportunities, to be their best selves, blah, blah, blah." Um, And then you connect and you do your own work and maybe do some reflection back and forth about where is the ego in this? Because there is absolutely ego in it. And then I think if you can, and and this this is really where you want to get to, if you can be solid and clear in the notion that I've said earlier today and many times before, that your child is their own unique individual self and that your job as a parent is to expose them to a variety of different perspectives and opportunities in the world and then watch and support them in figuring out where they fit in that. So the shorthand of what I'm saying is it is not your child's job to be like you or like your partner. It is their job and 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 your job with them to create opportunity and space for them to become the truest, fullest version of themselves. So when we talk about academics as as a slightly less charged example, but I will do one in a moment as well. In terms of even religion, which is certain su- su- supercharged, is with academics, um, forcing your child to go down a path of you know you just need to get out there and work. College is a bunch of BS or. What do you mean you're not going to college? You're not going to have any future. And buying into that script, there needs to be space for them to have as much foundation as possible to have options by the time they come out of high school, meaning you have helped them to learn as much as they can, develop good study habits, yada 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 tune into what their developmental and their you know their uh, learning needs are um, and then when it comes to the time where you are starting to approach college and that question of their next step, which is really the first big step in their quote- unquote adult life, Um, have you given them the tools, which are not just the academic pieces, but also the ability to make decisions for themselves that are going to lead them to make choices that are going to keep doors open, not close them. So with, with regard to the academic situation, if I really give you details, let's just say one person is, Hey, I didn't go to college because I thought it was a bunch of BS. I've been very successful and I do something I love in the world. And the other parent is like, yeah, but I wouldn't be where I was if I didn't go to Stanford. Like That only came through a lot of hard academic work and being committed to the script that has college in it. Um, That you might say, well, let's figure out what he wants or what she needs. And maybe what we do is we compromise and say that if our child shows interest in having, say, a gap year where he or she is going to travel or work, that we support that with some understanding that the second year out of high school, that they are going to do at least one year of college. And also see what that is about, so that we're giving them the opportunity, based on experience, to actually see what both are, is what would both experiences are about, so that they can figure out what is right for
0: them. Okay, so let's but let's go. I think a lot of our listeners right now are like, yeah, college. That's that's a that's too way, far away. That's too far away. I'm talking sure. right now, like when I went to school, I went to I went to you know we did homework. You know mm-hmm. we did we had homework in fifth grade. We had homework in sixth grade. You know that's yeah. kind of school I went to. Uh-huh. My kids it, at that point in their lives, they were going to these progressive schools where we we didn't even sit in desk we're sitting on floors yeah. we don't we don't have homework that was a tough that was tough for me yeah. as a parent to get my head around mm-hmm. and 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 how okay i'm sure there's a listener right now going yeah i'm going through that right now my partner wants that type of progressive education mm-hmm. and i'm used to the only thing i know is you know uh assignments homework grind it out right
1: so you're going to, okay, so so first of all, a lot of this is going to be dictated if you are listening, it should be driven by your child and their needs. So a child that is going to thrive in a progressive school where there's not a lot of whatever, like there's not a lot of rules, academics are secondary to social and emotional development, just to give an example, versus a highly academic, say, private school where the kid is going to learn and they're going to have homework every night. and, and Worksheets. And exactly. Blah, 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 blah. So a lot of that is going to be dictated if you're listening by your child and their learning style and learning needs. So it's not even... It's going to be... The conversation between you and your partner is going to be, what are we seeing that this kid needs? And honestly, I'm going to suggest that if this becomes a really difficult thing where neither parent wants to budge, that you leave room for giving your child exposure to both, where you, you instead of having a rigid, every single night, you are going to sit in that. The first thing you're going to do when you come home is you're going to sit in that desk and you're going to do an hour of homework. If you haven't been given enough homework, then we're going to supplement it with this other thing <laughs> because blah, 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 which you know the hardcore parent might do. Yeah. Um, we're going to have some compromise on that. We're going to do 30 minutes of downtime before he or she goes into, into their schoolwork. Might that be a compromise? If it gets too gnarly, I would also recommend that you get a professional involved or do some research to help bring some objective science research, psychology into the mix so that it's not just, well, this is what I feel and this is what I feel, but here's what we know and here's what a professional is able to tell us based on our child's unique learning needs and how they are best going to thrive. Because here's where we're on the same page, folks. Both of us are committed to having our child thrive. We're just getting stuck in how one person thinks that it should be done versus the other person, and often what gets lost in that noise, that battle of, I'm right, no, I'm right, is your child's needs are being missed and they're not being heard. So we have to bring your child who is a whole human being into the conversation whenever possible and, um, and, and then get some outside guidance or, or professionalism or research to help guide your decision so it's not just a feeling-based choice that you're making.
0: I'm just going to give one example real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when my daughter was in fifth and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was at w- the progressive school, and mm-hmm. she basically came to us saying, "I want homework. I want tests." Mm-hmm. She was the one that drove the ship to this road of higher academics, uh, college prep, yep. the whole nine yards. And what was what was funny was her coming to us when we thought, "Don't you want the progressive school? Don't you want this?" You know, everything that we we went the different road than the the education that we went through. So what I'm trying to, that example right there lets you know that if you do give them an opportunity, obviously 6th, 7th grade, they're going to say to you what what's working for them and what's not working for them. Mm-hmm. And that was th- that journey of us going into a college prep school was driven by my daughter. Exactly. And, and if, my son went down the other, other road. Other road. And
1: if you l- allow room for that, I promise you it will happen. But it also that is also built on raising a child from the beginning who feels that they have a voice and is in tune enough with their own needs to be able to communicate them is not so dominated from day one by their parents' values and agenda that they don't even know who they are. In that they're just so busy trying to please one parent or another. Um, the other thing that I want to say that you brought up, and let me just see if I can find my way back to it. You were saying about your son and your daughter. Um, oh, is is in terms of the um, the parenting conflict is um, is a lot of it is immediately diffused if you can both acknowledge. As I said before, the good intention, but also that you need this needs to be driven by what your child is showing you that he or she needs and desires, and, and, and the reality is the more perspectives, there's actually something really beautiful in having two parents that do have some differing values because it creates an opportunity for you to expose your child to different things. So even with the religion question, which is really potent and charged, if you have you know one parent that's Jewish and the other parent that's Christian or Muslim or whatever, um, uh, Buddhist, then why not take the tact in line with this whole thing of our child is a separate human who has just come through us and he or she needs to figure out who they are and what their value system is, that you expose them to both and more. And then if they so decide to have, if your child, upon becoming an adult, who has a clear sense of who they are in the world, then can take those perspectives and say, oh, well, I like this about this one and this about this one. And in act, in an actuality, they're probably going to be a much more whole thoughtful, critical thinking um, human being than just defaulting to one limited perspective because you both happen to be from the same religion and that's all they've ever been exposed to, in which case there is no choice because there's no choice when there's only one option. So even with religion, I mean, I would encourage you that you expose your kids to different things and not just have them be programmed by one version of of faith um, and limit their opportunity to find something that might speak more closely to their heart and help them to be a full human being.
0: Yeah, that's hey, the be, goal. Be, Before we split, I, I just I, I thought of this right now. Mm-hmm. Two parents two partners that are listening right now and they're having those moments of contention where whether it's the education, whether mm-hmm. it's religion and they're, and they're listening right now, mm-hmm. one of the partners or maybe both of them are listening together and they're looking at each other like, wow, that is so us right now. Mm-hmm. If you had those two people sitting in front of you right mm-hmm. now and whatever, it, whatever the topic is, it's not so much the, the reason. Mm-hmm. They're, I don't want to say butting heads, but they just have different opinions on yeah. it. What would you say to them to to get them possibly to start working in the direction of moving forward instead of just being at that crossroads we're you know like if you had them sitting in front yeah, of you yeah
1: i would i mean the very first thing i would say is i believe that you both have the best and most heartfelt intentions you want the best for your child you want them to have opportunities in life to be successful in in a variety of ways you're both that's where you're on the same page so let's start there And then the second thing, as I said at the beginning, is now let's remind each other that parenting almost always has a ton of ego in the mix until we become aware of it. And our goal is to recognize and keep reminding each other that our child is a separate human being. They are not extensions of us. It is not our job to make them like either of us. It is our job to give them the basic tools of critical thinking, self-reflection, love, kindness, um, uh, understanding that they also have like a supercharged, you know, gnarly side, all of which needs to be explored within them. And we need to encourage them to discover who they are and to be the fullest, truest version of themselves. Now let's get to work.
0: Wow. Love it. You like how I threw that in at the end?
1: Yeah, I do actually. That's a nice little way to summarize the whole yeah,
0: thing. Yeah. Cause I, I know that if I if I while I'm listening to you, I gotta feel this other people are listening the same way. Like, I know, I get it, but like tell me something we can do right now from this moment moving forward. Anea Bogue, thank you so much. Everyone listening to Rad Parenting, thank you so much. Keep the uh, emails coming in. It's so simple. Radparenting at gmail.com let us know what you want to hear any uh, questions any ideas you have for a show I always say that and I mean it because a lot of the shows are driven by the rad parenting community with all that said my name is Joe Sib and Anaya Bogue and we're out of here Late. late